since 1955, the College Board's Advanced Placement Program has delivered excellence in education to millions of students worldwide through over 18,000 AP programs. And in each of those AP programs, there's an important role that's often a little behind the scenes, but not today. Today, we shine the spotlight on the AP Coordinator. Welcome back, everyone. I'm your host, Derek Kameda, and this is Coordinated. Thanks for joining us for a series of conversations with experienced and incredibly talented AP coordinators. This school year, more than just about any in recent history, presents some unique and unprecedented times for schools and AP programs. Perhaps, perhaps there is no better time to share our collective voices and perspectives. Two courses, one AP coordinator, and many positive updates. We have a lot to cover today in a short amount of time, so let's get started with the two courses. We begin with AP Chinese Language and Culture. Now, this course is taught in Mandarin Chinese and emphasizes communication. This includes vocabulary usage, language control, communication strategies, and cultural awareness. And the second course, AP Japanese Language and Culture. This course engages students in an exploration of culture in both contemporary and historical contexts. Additionally, students develop a command of the most prevalent kanji characters used in Japanese writing. So, that's the two AP courses. Then, I mentioned one AP coordinator, and not just any AP coordinator. We are fortunate to have with us today AP coordinator superstar Martha Rodeheaver. Martha is an assistant principal and one of the most experienced AP coordinators when it comes to hosting AP exams for, you guessed it, AP Chinese and AP Japanese language and culture. Martha, thanks for being with us today. Thanks for having me today. Uh, and thank you, Derek, for the wonderful introduction. Um, as Derek said, I am an assistant principal at Oakton High School in Fairfax County, Virginia. Go Cougars! Uh, my job honestly depends on the day. Um, in terms of the AP program, you know, I, I love working with the AP program. I have had all sorts of jobs. I started as an AP physics teacher. I've been an AP coordinator, AP audit administrator, SSD coordinator. It, it really runs the gamut. And Martha, you have a, a decent size AP program. <laughs> uh, yes, Derek, I do. Uh, so this year we have over 1,500 students. And we are scheduled right now for over 4,000 AP exams. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I was just a little off there. Thank you for the correction. <laughs> and Martha, 
How about your AP Chinese and AP Japanese program specifically? So for our AP Chinese class, it's usually one uh, one class that we have between about 20 to 30 students. AP Chinese is also one of the most popular exams here for either our self-study students or for students at other schools to join us. Um, we actually haven't had AP Japanese the last few years, but we used to typically have around 10 to 15 kids each year for AP Japanese. All right. Well, thanks for setting, uh, setting us up. And the stage is almost set now. So I mentioned two AP courses, one AP coordinator, and many updates. So to help us navigate those many updates, we have my friend and colleague, Tanya Hudson, Senior Director in AP Program Delivery. Tanya has been instrumental in driving these exciting exam administration updates that we're going to talk about in just a moment. Hey, Tanya, good to see you again, even if it is uh, just over Zoom. Hey, Derek, thanks for having me on the show. I do miss getting together in the office, but I'm glad to see you on Zoom. Uh, I'm excited to share more information today, as you said, with AP coordinators about the improvements to the AP Chinese and AP Japanese exam administration. Yes, keyword there, improvements. <laughs> All right, everyone, here's our plan. First, the updates highlight real, and then we'll do a review of available resources. And we'll have some best practices mixed in along the way. This is really good stuff. So I am, I am happy to have these two experts with me today. Tanya, uh, can you get us started with the first update? Sure. The most important update is that the AP Chinese and AP Japanese language and culture exams are administered on a new exam application that schools install before exam day this year. With this new exam application, CDs are no longer used for setup, and CDs are no longer used to administer the exam. Martha, <laughs> I can see you smiling and nodding your head up and down vigorously over Zoom. Yeah, Derek and Tanya, we are so happy to hear this. So we had held on to some of our older computers that had disk drives because our student computers don't have those anymore. Uh, we used to have to go through and install the program using the CDs that we got from College Board a few weeks before. And then we would use those same computers for practice tests, and then we'd use them for the actual exams. We had to reserve those computers for the test uh, each year. So it was always more CDs to handle, and given our restrictions with COVID this year, we're definitely happy to have one less thing to have to touch. Hey, Martha, as, as someone who has also personally hosted a fair number of both <laughs> AP Chinese and AP Japanese exams with CDs in the past, uh, I hear you. This is, this is definitely welcome news. Tanya, that's a, that's a great opening. What's next? Well, as Martha said, in the past, schools had struggled with locating those Windows PCs with the CD drives for the testing. Also, one-to-one -one device policies have changed the way schools are delivering technology to their students. That's why I'm also excited to share that the new exam application is compatible with Macs and managed Chromebooks, as well as Windows PCs. Yeah, and that's great. We, we are using Windows PCs for our students' one-to-one -one devices. Uh, our technology team here at Oakton has been integral in administering the AP Chinese and AP Japanese exams over the year. I have to say they are thrilled with this new exam application. 
For us, not having to pass out and then recollect the actual exam CDs is going to make a huge difference for our social distancing policies, too. All right, Tanya, you are you are clearly on a roll. <laughs> please, please continue. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, it's important to know a few key details about the exams this year. There is no at-home testing option for AP Chinese or AP Japanese exams in any administration window. And it requires an internet connection to set up and administer the exams. It is really important to ensure the room used for testing has a continuous internet connection. Speaking of setup, you'll find that it takes less time to install and configure the new exam application than it has in previous years. Yeah, Tanya, this is definitely an exam that we have to have with the AP coordinator and our technical team nearby. Um, so I absolutely understand why it has to be something we administer at the school. Uh, we're not totally sure which window we're testing in yet, but we do expect to use a large room for our students so that they'll be able to spread out as much as possible. Um, even though we only have around 30 students, what we've typically done is we use an experienced school counselor as the proctor, and then one of the AP coordinators is there throughout the test as well. Um, we always make sure that there's an AP coordinator to help with any issues that might arise that require a call to college board with questions. Um, we have always made sure as well that our technical team is aware and is in the room when students are logging in and then nearby if we have any questions. That's a good one, Martha. And I will toss in uh, a related best practice. I used to have someone from my tech department proctor the entire time, <laughs> not just not just during setup, but I wanted somebody there the whole time. And it was preferably the same person who did uh, all the initial setup. I am not a techie person at all, so I I needed professional backup. <laughs> hey, Martha. Uh, side note. So I I am curious. Since uh, since these exams have to be taken on campus, how are you communicating your at-school testing plans to your students and parents? Yeah, that's a great question. We're going to do everything we can to make sure that everything is communicated early and often. We send messages to just our AP kids and to their parents with whatever information they need. Um, because of the AP Chinese exam being so specific, we're also going to visit the class uh, virtually, of course, to go over the process with the students and with the teacher so that everyone is ready for the test. Why am I not surprised that you have it all so <laughs> organized, Martha? You clearly have a great system in place uh, so you don't forget anything. Speaking of system, I wanted to remind us that more than just a testing computer is needed. Each testing station also requires headphones. It's best to have them available during setup and readiness to minimize issues on test day. You'll need one set per student testing. Plus, it's a good idea to have a couple extras as possible. That's right. So I, I do remember that part. And Tanya, are those the same headphones as before? Same requirements? Actually, I have some great news here. While we do recommend those same two models of headsets from previous years, you may use any headsets that meet the requirements. Headsets must have a microphone and earphone connectors that are compatible with the workstation sound card. And also headset earphones must completely cover the ears. Tanya, what I'm hearing from you is that if the headsets have to completely cover the ears, then that would mean no earbuds since they wouldn't completely cover the ears? That's right. No earbuds, especially for testing with students in the same room. Having the covered ears makes it easier for them to hear and speak during the exam. 
Also, a couple more details. Um, at least six and a half feet of wire is recommended for the headsets. No external volume controls can be on the headset itself and no mute switch as well on the headset. Is there, Tanya, is there an approved list of models and those specifications that we could share with everyone? Absolutely. Let me provide more information about the recommended headsets. Um, Derek, can we put this in the show notes? Absolutely. We can definitely do that. And uh, Tanya, I've been waiting for this part. Can we, can we talk about the, I'm using air quotes here, administrator console next. <laughs> that sounds so fancy. I've been hearing about this a little bit, and I'm so curious. Yes, the administrator console is a new way for schools to make sure they're ready for the exam and to monitor progress on exam day. So using any computer other than the testing computers, Martha, you, the AP coordinator, would load the exam monitoring dashboard from a web page provided to you via email at the end of March. Coordinators log into the administrator console and open the school readiness status screen to view testing computers and ensure they've all completed the readiness check. The readiness check must be done twice on each exam computer. The first, at least a few weeks before the exam. The second needs to be within five days of the exam date. Tanya, are they able to do that second readiness check themselves? I would love for them to do that on our exam day so we can see that everything is good to go. Great question, Martha. Yes, students can also complete the readiness check when they open the exam application on exam day. Students should come to the exam room early, if possible, to run the readiness check before the exam is scheduled to start. It takes about 10 minutes. That is really, really fantastic to hear. Um, thank you for that. We are really happy to be able to see all of the readiness checks in one place. Um, you know, in the past, students would need to use their exam CD, and there would typically be a really long process on the exam day. This sounds much better. All right, everyone. I know that the administrator console is going to be hard to top, but we are going to try. So we'll be back in just a moment to talk about some valuable resources to help ensure a smooth exam administration. And we'll do that right after this message about another fantastic resource for AP coordinators, the AP coordinator community. Hi, AP coordinators. I'm Carrie Larison. And I'm Carrie Franz. We moderate the AP coordinator community. This is a free online platform that connects over 6,000 AP coordinators from around the world. One of the primary uses for the community is to host coordinator-related conversation and collaboration. Many coordinators feel all alone at their schools and do not share the role or have an assistant. Right, and the opportunity to engage with other AP coordinators, especially around best practices, is so helpful. Plus, I like to validate that what I'm doing is correct or that I haven't missed any important tasks. New coordinators learn a lot just by seeing what is asked and answered. And even experienced coordinators have been learning a lot of new things these past few years. Yeah, here's a good example. Recently, there was a collaborative exchange between experienced coordinators. The topic, how often everyone submits updates to their AP exam orders and AP registration and ordering. I thought this was an excellent discussion. Some coordinators do this every time they make an update, and others less often. It was great to see all the thoughtful comments and suggestions from our peers because there ended up being 
really good reasons for each option. In this case, there's more than one right way to get the job done. By now, you may be wondering, how do we access this community? Just go to apcommunity.collegeboard.org to get started and request your free membership. Again, that's apcommunity.collegeboard.org. And once you're in, you can choose a setting that allows you to receive a daily digest of all activity. This is so convenient since it's sent directly to my school email address. And this year, more than ever, we think it's important to be part of the AP Coordinator community. Together, we'll continue to find the best ways to support AP programs at our schools. Thanks, everyone. We look forward to coordinating with you. Tanya and Martha, we are back to talk about some resources and tips to help AP coordinators with exams for AP Chinese and AP Japanese language and culture. That's right, Derek. Let's start with this. Throughout the spring, AP coordinators will be emailed the exam application installation link and other information. The exam application will need to be installed on each testing device before exam day. And Tanya, when exactly in the spring can AP coordinators expect that? That's, that's my question too, Derek. AP coordinators should have already received a what to expect email. If you didn't, contact AP services. Next, before the end of March, coordinators will receive a readiness email. That will include important links to the exam application and administrator console, as well as other resources. Videos will also be available to walk through the installation process. Once coordinators have had a chance to review the support materials and install the exam application, the next resource to help ensure everything goes smoothly on test day is the practice exam that's available on each testing device. Tanya, if, if I can jump in real quick, the practice exam is fantastic. I mean, fantastic. <laughs> I used to work with my AP Chinese and AP Japanese instructors to arrange for students to take the practice exam. The practice exam lets students know exactly what to expect on exam day, which is, which is great for the students, of course. And it also helps coordinators like me back then ensure the testing computers, they're all set and they can successfully launch the exam application. Yes, exactly. And all four parts of each exam are covered in the practice exam, reading, listening, speaking, and writing. It's also a great idea for students to practice using the same operating platform they will use when taking the actual exam. By that, I mean Windows, Chromebook, or Mac. This provides the optimal testing experience for your students. Yeah, I mean, speaking of best practices, I agree with you, Derek. Um, we have always done a practice exam with our students. In the past, we'd have them try on their computers during class time. Uh, we haven't yet scheduled it this year. We're leaning towards doing the same. We want to make sure that everyone, you know, that we are there to answer any questions that they might have and to make sure that everything is running the way it really needs to be. Great. The last resource I wanted to mention might be the most important. That is the Setup and Administration Guide. It will be available by the end of March on AP Central, and a link will also be included in the readiness email. The Setup and Administration Guide is primarily for AP coordinators, proctors, and tech staff. 
and it's available only in PDF. AP Chinese and AP Japanese teachers will directly receive other communications about the new exam platform and practice exams via email and on the teacher community. And Tanya, since you said that is uh, really important, let's put a link to the setup and administration guide in the show notes as well. Yeah, and Tanya, I, I have a quick question too. Um, I'm sure it's in the guide. What is the best way for us to get technical assistance the day of the exam and before when we're doing exam setup too? I'm pretty confident that all of this sounds a lot easier, but I, I just want to be prepared just in case. That's a great question, Martha. The setup guide will continue to be a good resource even on exam day. It includes instructions for the proctor as well as FAQs and troubleshooting tips. Another great resource, as we've talked about, is the administrator console. The proctor will use it to generate an activation key so that students can take the exam, but it also shows your school's testing status for each student during the exam. Help is also available via email and on the phone, both before exam day and on exam day. So if, if you need assistance at, at any of those times, technical support can be reached by email at apibttech at ets.org or by phone 609-406-5640. And Derek, can we? <laughs> I, I'm on it. I'm on it, Tanya. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I, I can read your mind. Absolutely. We'll put that information in the show notes as well. We'll put that email address and the phone number in our show notes. All right, everyone. Uh, I guess we should probably wrap this up before Tanya adds a few more things on my to-do on my to-do <laughs> list. Hey, Tanya, thank you so much for all your help in driving and communicating these changes. I am sure that I speak for many AP coordinators. They appreciate so much uh, the work you have done to help turn a challenging exam setup and experience into a much easier one, especially this year. Derek, thank you for hosting this podcast to help schools successfully administer the AP Chinese and Japanese exams. I know how deeply you care about making everything go smoothly for AP coordinators. Martha, thank you so much for sharing your experiences administering this exam in the past and helping schools prepare this year for exam day. And Martha, thanks so much for your AP coordinator perspective today and sharing some best practices as well. Uh, I guess final thoughts, like what do you think about all this? Well, thanks for having me, Derek. Uh, we are really excited to see how effective and helpful these new changes will be for our AP Chinese and AP Japanese students. Um, and good luck to everybody testing this spring. Thank you for listening to our show. Coordinated is written, recorded, designed, and produced by Derek Kometa. Our executive producer is Bill Lankenau. Our podcast logo is by Amy O. She is enjoying AP Drawing and three other AP courses at Savannah Arts Academy. Our theme music is Good as Gold by Jackie Ray, former AP Music Theory student at my school, Oakton High School. And thanks again to our special guests, Tanya Hudson and Martha Rodeheaver. We hope you enjoy these conversations and always appreciate it if you rate, review, and subscribe to Coordinated in your podcast application. And please do not forget 
about the interactive mini workshop series. They are free and you can register right now at collegeboard.org slash AP Coordinator Training. AP Coordinator Superstars, like Martha, are helping out with those and you just might see her there. And of course, thanks to my favorite people in all of education, that is you AP Coordinators, no doubt. You are always good as gold. Oh